Oh, you're famous now, aren't you? I am famous now. Yeah. yeah. Well, Heather's from Heather's... Channel Channel 4's uh, Elliot Vaughan yeah. here with us. It's a new Twitter handle. Which is going to be, although we're saying this, this we're taking fucking forever to record these episodes yeah. for S2 because you know it's you know it's the, it's the difficult second album as it were it's not Chinese democracy so it's it? got to be it's, it's got to be tippy top otherwise what's the point we've yeah. started recording this in August 2018 it's been over a year not this episode no well no yeah, yeah. <laughs> been here for fucking years <laughs> if you're listening yes you've been in a coma and we're still talking um, Brexit happened start. 10 years ago so this is the first episode we've done since you become Channel 4's Elliot Vaughan. However, Elliot Vaughan, C4, yeah. by the time this gets released, I mean, you'll basically be on fucking... I'm a celebrity, get me out. Well, there. Heather is already... Like, oh, she's already done She's already like Ramesh Ranganathan on her fucking everything. She's done Turn your telly on if she's on. She? Yeah, yeah. And, there's, and, that's, and that's the fucking reason. This is the reason you're famous, because we've got this going yeah. on. I'm trying to do a professional <laughs> podcast, and this guy's kicking off. You didn't even keep the same name as he did in the show. What's that nonsense? Well, would you, kill, would you call him Tiny? Well, he is. Yeah, but that's he like calling you cock, innit? Because no, uh, you are. No, because my dad's name is Malcolm. Malcolm? My, my, oh, shall I try that joke again? <laughs> no, because my mum calls my dad's penis Malcolm. All oh, right. There we go. Well done. Um, <laughs> maybe cut that, maybe. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you shit joking. No one knows what we're talking about, but basically... Uh, Everyone me, knows, mate. You're fucking. Famous. Me and Heather were on telly getting a dog, and we keep getting stopped in random places like Tembe. We went to a <laughs> Tudor merchant's house in Tembe. Heather got spotted. Heather had done Channel Four Sunday brunch live. Yeah. At ten o'clock, she was. Like, Shut up, baby. Same fucking dogs are just always outside. Um. Heather did Channel 4's Sunday Brunch, which is a live show. Yeah. She was on it at about 10 o'clock. At 10 past 11, she was in Merrily Bone Station, and somebody would come up to her and went, were you just on Sunday Brunch? <laughs> and Heather's like, yeah. Yeah. How have you got here in that time? Were you watching it on the fucking train or something? So it's weird. Life's weird now. Life's weird. But yeah, we'll be on Gogglebox before you know it. I mean, she could have... I say we. They never want me. I did one appearance and they don't yeah, want me. Yeah, this is my favourite bit. Swore and they don't want me on live yeah, TV. Yeah, that's it. Because the first thing you said on live TV was, Jesus. <laughs> like, which is maybe, you know, just alienating a whole... Pre-Watershed uh, as well. But they, that's how they chose to edit it. Well, it's not no, my fault. Well, I'm glad you're still talking to uh, the lower class of us, the, the ones of us that have not uh, have yet to appear on television or, uh, you know, any of that kind of stuff. Done so, um, done, yeah. yeah, just done anything with my life. So that's what I've been doing. It was a good experience, actually. And one day I'll maybe do a solo podcast about it, but <laughs> without Heather, just approval. It'll just be my life story. Oh, it'll okay. be from it'll be from then when I became relevant. Should we do the thing that we've come here to do? Yeah, who's gonna make it out to? <laughs> the autograph. Okay. The autograph. Oh, that was the joke. Okay. That was a joke there. That's, that's the uh, oh. that's the Channel Four writers. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to do an intro? Do an intro. You're listening to Ollie and Elliot Wax Lyrical, the show in which we... Still called Ollie and Elliot Wax Lyrical, not should be Elliot called, and Ollie Wax Lyrical. It should be called because... Channel 4's Elliot Vaughan <laughs> Wax's Lyrical with special guest, co-host, sometime contributor. Yeah, all right. Uh, you're listening to All In and Wax Lyrical, the show in which we dissect and destroy uh, successful songs with terrible 
fucking lyrics. Yeah. We've got quite a biggie today. We have. It's a, it's a, the, we like to do a couple of giant killers once in a while, and I think this is the giant killer for this series, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So Because doing... the band is, is massive. They've had what some would call uh, marginal success. Marginal. Yeah. Yeah. Almost like me on, on Channel 4. Yeah, almost, like, almost as famous as you. So we're, this week we're doing ACDC's Thunderstruck. Are you an uh, ACDC fan? You ever... I say I'm not, but whenever they're on, I'm like, these are fucking great. Yeah, I've never been bothered. And then, like, I'll watch, like, Iron Man 2 and be like, oh, this works. One of the this. best live bands ever, though. Uh, and actually, you know, it, it's interesting that, that we're talking about ACDC because um, in the past couple of weeks, uh, WWE SmackDown has had a revamp. and Shoehorned that in, haven't you? And famously, their new theme song is an ACD song. Uh, what song is it? Good Time. Something right. about having a good time. That's, I mean, that's... It's not good. That's ACDC, isn't it? Really? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's about. It's either about being... Imagine the chords that they play with someone screaming about having a good time and you're yeah. kind of there. That's most ACD. It's either about rock itself. Yeah. Like, it's about... As in being, the rock, the rock Dwayne <laughs> yeah. Johnson. It's about being rock and roll or um, <laughs> Dwayne having Johnson a good time. And roll. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Are you, uh, so what? What? You, tell me what you know about ACDC. Uh, ACDC I'd... are an Australian rock band formed in Sydney in 1973 by the brothers Malcolm and Angus Young. Did you, did you know that? Rest in peace, Malcolm. Yep. When we started this series, he wasn't dead. It, is, wasn't he? No. Oh, I... I well... <laughs> Downstairs. Down. Obi. Was he? He wasn't dead, no. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll shit, be, no. I'll be, that might not be in my notes, because as I say, you know, I made these notes some time ago. He had a stroke, didn't he? And then he, then he died. Which one? Who, I'm Malcolm, so that wasn't Angus. Yeah, but which one is that again? The one not in school uniform. Ah, that, that'd be the one. That'd be the one. You know, the research that I put into this... <laughs> you know, when, when I copy and paste everything from Wikipedia, it, it always stays with me. Yeah. So Malcolm and Angus were born in Glasgow, Scotland. Yeah, I knew they were of Scottish that. descent. So, I mean, they're called Malcolm and Angus. That is true. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, now you put it like that way. <laughs> uh, so the big freeze of 1963 was the worst on winter record in Scotland with uh, snow that was eight feet deep. And you might be asking me, Ollie, why the fuck have you just mentioned that random fact? Well, I'll tell you. Uh, so a, t- a television advertisement at the same time offered assisted travel for families for a different life in Australia. Wow. So basically, they're 15 members of the young family in the middle of the big freeze in 63 were like, fuck this. Let's hop over to, uh, let's hop over to Oz. That's all right, isn't it? I actually, I actually dug into the big freeze because I thought, I wonder if it was that bad or they were just, little tangent. If, if they were just like, actually, no, should we just uh, sod off to Australia? Mm. So the big freeze, 1963... This winter remains the coldest since at least 1895. I mean... In all meteorological districts of the United Kingdom except Scotland North. If you think about it, since, 19, since what, 1895, that's only 70 years before the big that's freeze. Al- that's almost... Yeah, but that's almost and one it, of those things that you could say, like, almost since records began. Yeah, I guess the Victorians it, they would have had much more like then, right? Uh, so Malcolm and Angus's brother, George, was the first to learn to play the guitar. <laughs> but... The unluckiest, but, yeah, but didn't <laughs> do very well. So he became a member of the Easy Beats, which is apparently one of Australia's most successful bands of the sixties. Wow! Are you? So what are your favourite Easy Beat songs? Probably um, 
Probably that probably the first one. Yeah, same, yeah, me too, me too. Yeah. Malcolm followed in George's footsteps by playing in a band called The Velvet Underground. The Velvet Underground? No. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> really? Really. <laughs> they were in a... I was like, that is news. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that skipped by. The, you went, Angus Young and Lou Reed. Yeah. Like, fucking hell. That's weird. No, yeah. The, uh, the, uh, the famous Australian Velvet Underground, right, I which I uh, obviously did very well. Uh, so uh, Malcolm and Angus Young developed the idea for the band's name after their sister Margaret Young saw the initials ACDC on a sewing machine. So ACDC, uh, ba- le- they basically got the name from a sewing machine. Brilliant. Rock and roll. So, yeah. So And it's funny because it's kind of the most rock and roll name ever because it literally is electricity. Yeah. And it's like, that's so rock and roll that they probably got out of a singer sewing machine. Well, this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Come on, so, boys. The brothers felt that this name symbolised the band's raw energy, power-driven yeah. performances of their music. Um, so ACDC, obviously... No, a big fan of Backstitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, pronounced, as I've said, ACDC. Yeah. Do you know what they're known colloquially as in Australia? Do you want to take a stab? I mean, ACDC, isn't it? Akadaka. Akadaka. <laughs> Which sounds incredibly Australian. Yeah. Akadaka, Akadaka mate. Okay. Are we do? Are we going to try? Are we going to try? Is that racist? No, they're Australian. If you oh. said they were all um, criminals or whatever, then yeah, that's well, kind yeah, of probably more along the lines. But you know I didn't the, say that. I'm just saying the, one um, word. This to is going to be a rubbish bit of info for a uh, audio podcast. Great, but you know the. Are you going to show me something? You know the British sign language for <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. Australian, didn't you? <laughs> no, is it this? And what that was? Oh, I know what that means. That means picking up. Picking up and putting somewhere, somewhere else. else, yeah. So the hand motion that Elliot just made was imagine, yeah, imagine like you have like a very a, a little handbag in front of you or a yeah. little coin purse, little in front coin of you. purse. You're yeah. picking it up off a table and putting it just maybe like about thirty centimeters to the right. Yeah, nice. picking it up and putting it somewhere else. Um, one of my favorite things I've heard, like Australian things, is um, Deb's parents have got Australian friends that have come over a couple of times. Yeah, and I don't know why, but it just fucking made me howl when I heard. Uh, this Australian guy called the uh, garbage refuse, uh, the refuse collector. refuse collectors yeah. as the garbos. The garbos. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, that's fucking amazing. Yeah, over the garbos. The, there's Australians have got a real. I read a book about Australia, but I know I've got an Australian pal who is who now lives in Scotland. Funnily enough, he swapped with um, oh, there Angus. You go. He got there, and yeah. um, he gave himself a nickname when he started work on like a building site. Uh. Because, yeah, because he's he's Australian and they live in Scotland. It was like Dundee, Crocodile Dundee is Scottish. So he started introducing himself to people as I oh, call me Dundee, and it like it stuck. That's fucking that's amazing. But who gives themselves a nickname? Hey, an Australian. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. They're so self assured. Australians are. They're so confident. Like I'm going to give myself a nickname and people are going to love it and it's going to stick. Have you ever seen the clip when you're saying about being self assured? You ever seen the clip of the guy? It's um. It's a bit of a meme thing on YouTube. It's an Australian dude who, in a car. Yeah, just waiting right for a mate. Just waiting for a mate, and he's like, he's mounted the curb, and his car's all fucked he's up. He's obviously pissed like, as fuck. What are you fuck. doing? Been, like, joyriding in the car park. And they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, just waiting for a mate. <laughs> Got a mate, come in. Just waiting for a mate? <laughs> You're from bumpers off. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Just pure gaslighting. For a mate. No, it's not. I'm just waiting for a mate. Fair you enough. can't tell me otherwise. Yeah, they're great. I really like Australians. Um... I've never been to Australia, but I think I'd love it. My brother's been, he said it's amazing. I know a lot of people that have been, but every Australian I've met, I've really liked. Yeah. Which, yeah. Decent sign. Yeah. 
In November 1973, Malcolm and Angus Young formed ACDC and recruited bassist Larry Van Crete, vocalist Dave Evans and Colin Burgess. Yeah. So Van Crete uh, was with the band for around four months before his departure in February 1974. So they didn't they didn't um, recruit a drummer at any point? <laughs> uh, wait. No, Colin Burgess. Oh, okay, you didn't say he was a drummer. Yeah, no, you I just don't. said you said they recruited bassist, blah blah blah. blah oh, singer, that's blah, 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 true. <laughs> yeah, and Colin Burgess and some other guy and like Colin Be- Burgess like Bez on, on organ. The, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, they sacked off Van Creek and then they ended up with Mark Evans. Burgess was sacked in '74 for being drunk on stage. Brilliant. He later claimed that someone had spiked his drink. He was replaced by a succession of drummers before Phil Rudd joined oh, February wow. March 1975. Phil Rudd. Uh, so Angus Young had adopted his characteristic school uniform stage outfit early into the band's formation. That's mad, isn't it? The idea was his sister's. So apparently <laughs> he had tried a bunch of other costumes. So he had tried Spider-Man, Zorro, a gorilla, and a parody of Superman called Super Ang. Brilliant. Uh, and apparently in, in the in the early days, most members of the band dressed in some sort of glam or satin outfit. Right. Which now that I think about it, I literally cannot imagine... That music and that. You can't, can you? Because it's super bloke yeah. music. Yeah. You can't imagine yeah. dressed in a cat suit, can you? No. Um, so the Young Brothers decided to abandon all the glam rock stuff and pursue a more harder blues rock sound. Um, and at which point they decided that their current singer, uh, what was his name? Summit Evans, Mark Evans, yeah. uh, wasn't suitable. So they sacked him off. Fair enough. Uh, and in 1974... Ronald, Ronald Belford Bon Scott replaced Dave Evans. There you go. So at the time, uh, he was working as a chauffeur for the band. Wow. And they had an audition, and then he ended up being the singer. Fucking brilliant. How fucking crazy is That's that? well good, isn't it? It's pretty decent. So uh, similar to the Young Brothers, he was also born in Scotland and had emigrated to Australia in his childhood too. So working as a chauffeur for the band, they must have been doing all right then. Anyway, at that point. Well, that's what, yeah, I don't, because I, I read that and I was like, well, that's weird because like... Yeah, at that point, they hadn't done, from what I could see, they and hadn't Being a chauffeur in Australia is fucking hard graph as well. I wonder if I've read chauffeur, but actually it means, like, just general... It was a fucking taxi driver. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe. So, by October 1974, the Australia-only album High Voltage had been recorded. Right. Uh, which they did in 10 days. Uh, and Great album title for a band called ACDC. It's it? absolutely perfect. Absolutely, absolutely perfect. Yeah. So uh, later that year, they released a single, It's a Long Way to the Top, which is kind of regarded as their perennial mm. rock anthem. Yeah. So when the High Voltage album first gets... So this gets confusing, which I'll kind of get into, because they released an album in Australia called High Voltage, yeah. and then they went and did like an international release, also called High Voltage. But it's a different album. But it's a different album. Yeah. Because yeah. So, they were like... It's a really good name for an album. Yeah, they're like, let's well, just do it again. They're like, lads, you can't. You've, I know you've burnt it. Yeah, but come on. Yeah. So the Australian release high voltage album went five times platinum, just straight away. Just yeah, just yeah, <laughs> on it's the shelf gone. <laughs> Which, but again, with every time we do this, it, that's three hundred fifty thousand sales. Yeah. <laughs> Which so five times platinum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so their second album, TNT. In, uh, released in 75 was also released only in Australia and New Zealand <laughs> T- the album TNT featured the song High Voltage yeah which was the first song written and recorded for the album <laughs> but because running with that but theme, because the album High Voltage was released as a single before TNT was released people thought it was the title track to their first album 
So the song so High the album, Voltage was the album released high, after High Voltage. Yeah, the album. so the album High Voltage came out in Australia. Then the single High Voltage came out for the album TNT, but everyone thought that High Voltage was the lead single on the album. On the album High Voltage, which, which makes complete yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, they've just they've gone, guys. This is a clever title. Let's use it as much as we can. On as many <laughs> yeah, like as we can. this is such a great pun that we just can't yeah. give it up, really. Uh, so then in 1976, the band signed to an international deal with Atlantic Records. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was fucking worth a lot in 1976, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, well, at the time, punk rock was kind of the big thing in London. And, you know, everyone was talking about that. Yeah. Um, and weirdly, at points, ACDC were sometimes identified along with like the punk rock movement. Yeah, I guess. Um, but in reality, they really hate punk rock. Yeah. So they thought it was just like some passing fad. Um, uh, so what have I got here? I got a quote from their manager at the time, Michael Browning, who said, "It wasn't possible to even hold a conversation with ACDC about punk without them getting totally pissed off." Really? <laughs> yeah, because I guess they're going like glam rock blues. Like... They're proud of being able to play because they were great. Players. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the whole point. And, of punk and was punk just was like, like anyone didn't give a fuck. It. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. well, we give a fuck, and. These guys don't, and they're doing well. And it's I, I understand it, I suppose. So, There's a lot of metalheads that hate punk, and it's like, yeah, but it all come from the same place. Yeah, it's yeah. all the same shit. Yeah. ACDC are a punk one. They're just very good. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what I mean, yeah. If yeah. You listen to it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, they play the full chords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all it is. So the first ACDC album to gain worldwide distribution was a 1976 compilation of tracks taken from the High Voltage and TNT LPs. And that was also titled High Voltage. <laughs> so they've done an album in Australia called High Voltage, a single in Australia called High Voltage from TNT, and then they made a worldwide album called High Voltage. Brilliant. So the international release of High Voltage went gold in France, gold in Germany, platinum in Switzerland, gold in the UK, and three times platinum in the United States. Wow. Now, when you consider five times platinum in Australia was 350,000, Three times platinum in the United States is three million. Yeah. So, like, that's the moment they went international. It fucking went off. Amazing. It yeah. went off. Yeah, amazing. I've got that album, I think. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> but like, that's on Spotify. But it's like one of them. It's like hot. It's like back in black. It's like there's always. It's like Abba Gold. There's always a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. It's just I'm sure around. I've got high voltage. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I've been using that as a doorstop for years. Yeah. Um. So Dirty Deeds done. Dirt Cheap is the fourth studio album by the Australian hard rock band ACDC, which was the band's... Uh, so that was the third LP re- released in Australia and second in Europe, but was not released... Oh, fuck, Jesus Christ. This gets really weird. Like The way they did this distribution makes no fucking sense to me. Yeah. So it was the third LP released in Australia and second in Europe, both released in 1976, but it wasn't released in, t- in the US until 81. Right. Which was a year after Bon Scott's death. Yeah. So, yeah, really weird. That album again... But they're doing Highway to Hell by then. Uh, Yeah. It's fucking complicated. Yeah. They've literally done two more albums. Two, one, two, three... No, two. they did two more albums. That's when they used to do that album. By the time they released that. Mental. So, that album... This is, again, nonsense. Australia, six times platinum. Germany, platinum. Switzerland, gold. United Kingdom, silver. United States... Six times platinum. So doing shit in in the UK and, though, aren't they? Yeah, which kind of surprised me. Yeah. But like, Jesus Christ, 
the the Americans love it. They're all about it. But I guess uh, it's blues rock. Isn't it it? Yeah, it feels very American. I yeah. know they've got nothing to do with it, but it feels it feel very American music, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Simple. So in early 1977, <laughs> uh, they returned to Britain and began a European tour with Black Sabbath. Oh yeah. So at this point, Bon Scott and Ozzy Osbourne were becoming good friends, but apparently relationship relations were less than cordial between the other members of the respective bands. Right. So apparently in one incident, Geezer Butler pulled a knife on Malcolm Young. Fucking hell. I haven't been on tour and like, that being happened. But like, just don't... Oh, yeah, weird. I know a story about people I know and ACDC. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you in a bit. Okay, cool. Why is it? Am I going to hit something that's going to then... No, it's just later in the career, so I'm not going <laughs> to okay, confuse you now. But you you know the people as well. Oh, interesting. Um, I'll tell you now. All right, fine. It's, uh, it can be said on the podcast. It's fine. It's just I'll talk oh, about it okay. later. I like good. I like that. Remind me. We're keeping keeping the listeners, giving them something to come back to. See, I know what you do. Yeah, Pro, very good, very good. Yeah, that's all that media trend I've had. <laughs> <laughs> Let there be rock is the fifth studio album released in March 1977. Yeah. See what I mean? It's either yeah. about. It's all about rock. So again, it took ages. Yeah. Again, this one just did ridiculously. So five times platinum in Australia. Gold in France, gold in Germany, gold in the UK. And then when it got released in the United States, two times platinum. Fucking hell. Uh, so, Fucking hell. Towards the end of 77, bassist Mark Evans was fired. Um, purportedly to find someone who could sing backup vocals. I haven't heard an ACD song with backup vocals in my life. Yeah, no, no, that you mentioned. When that, is there a, at all? There's no, there's no discernible BVs, is there? No, not at all. Uh, so <laughs> Evans described his disagreement with... Uh, Angus and Malcolm as a contributing factor which makes total sense yeah he was replaced by Cliff Williams who um, was in it for fucking yonks after I think he's still in it isn't he oh, yeah, might be right so neither of the young brothers had elaborated on the departure of Evans uh, though Richard Griffith the CEO of Epic Records and booking agent of ACDC in the mid 70s later commented you knew Mark wasn't going to last he was too much of a nice guy <laughs> yeah well yeah <laughs> yeah uh, so we're rolling through these. I know we're smashing through this, but there's so much fucking history to ACDC. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's meant to be about a particular song. Yeah, I know. I, it, it, it's going to take a while for me to get there because yeah. there's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, Poweridge is the sixth Poweridge, yeah. album released in 1978. I've only got information on the United States for uh, numbers for this. I'm sure it's meant to be Poweridge. But that, maybe. Poweridge, Poweridge, whatever. Poweridge. It only went platinum in the United States. Yeah. No three but times or any of that. That's like... It's got some singles on it though, but again, I think they're leading up to Highway to Hell, aren't they? So it's that's like... where, yeah, that's where it's going, isn't it? So the major breakthrough in the band's career came in their collaboration with producer Mutt Lang. We've talked about him before. Also, can I just say, they've been six times platinum in the states, three times platinum in the states. They're doing all right, and this, this is their major breakthrough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, what's that the major sense? breakthrough came. Well, they're yeah. internationally fucking well successful now. Okay, well just. I'll give you the numbers. Well, yes. So that was on the album Highway to Hell, which was released in 1979. Yeah. I've got a note for myself here just saying, reminder, Mutt Lang was married to Shania Twain. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> just just, just uh, throw back if anyone, yeah, uh, know, if anyone yeah. wants to. Yeah. So this one went Australia five times platinum, Austria gold, Canada two times platinum, France platinum, Italy gold, Switzerland platinum, United Kingdom platinum, United States seven times platinum. I so honestly about didn't 10 realize, million worldwide, didn't it? I didn't realise how... Fucking, how many, like, what their numbers were. Like, I knew they were massive, but Jesus. So. But it's fucking great. Highway to Hell is fucking great. So on 19th February, 1980, uh, 
Bon Scott passed away. He did. So what happened? Let's have a look. I can't remember. So Scott passed out in the car on the way back to a friend, Alistair Kinnear's house, after a night of heavy drinking at the Music Machine Club in London. Upon arrival of his home, Kinnear was unable to move Scott from the car into his home for the night, so left him in the car overnight to sleep off the effects of the alcohol. Brilliant. Unable to wake Scott late the next morning, Kinnear rushed him to the hospital in Camberwell, so King's College Hospital, where Scott was pronounced dead on arrival. Pulmonary pulmonary aspiration of vomit was the cause of Scott's death. Yeah. And the official cause uh, was listed as acute alcohol poisoning. So he... he basically, I got, he got vomit in his lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Which he drank too much. Fucking... Same year as... Um, Old um, John Bonham did the exact same thing. Yeah, it's 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 really rough. So apparently, there's inconsistencies in the official accounts of his death. There always is, which have been cited in conspiracy theories, which oh, there yeah. always are. Yeah, uh, which suggests that Scott died of a heroin overdose, or was killed by exhaust fumes redirected into the car, or that Kinnear did not exist. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Scott's asthma has also been cited as a playing role in his death. Uh, but this has been challenged more recently. So, but I mean, I mean, the asthma thing—it could have, especially if if your lungs are filling up with vomit and they're already weak. Yeah, you're, you're not... just going to die quicker. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that's not really a conspiracy theory as much as well. He wasn't in a fucking wasn't in that fit of a shape. Obviously. Yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So following Scott's death, the band briefly considered quitting because I guess at that point they're kind of like, well. We've made our money. We've done all right. And Royal is a good yeah, one for yeah. yeah. Um, but they were encouraged by the insistent from insistence from Scott's parents that he, he would have wanted them to go on. Uh, so they eventually decided to continue and went about finding a new frontman and ended up on Brian Johnson. Old uh, BJ. Old BJ. So Angus Young later recalled, quote, I remember the first time I ever heard Brian's name was from Bon. Bon had mentioned that he had been in England once touring with a band that he had mentioned that Brian had been in. Uh in a band called George, George, Jesus Christ, this is really like fucking shit. Yeah. So basically, Bon Scott said, oh, there's this guy, Brian Johnson. He's a great rock and roll singer, and uh, he's kind of like Little Richard. Yeah. Um, and they're in a band called Geordie. Yeah. So weirdly, he recommended his own replacement. Yeah, that's a weird foreshadowing, isn't it? Really bizarre. So Back in Black is a seventh studio album released July 1980. Look at that. Uh, it's like what? February, March, April, May, yeah. June, July. Not even six months. Yeah. And they've got to get it back on the oars. Yeah, crack on. Well, I guess that, like, because they were like pumping out albums. Anyway. They've they probably it had it written. So yeah. they just got him in to, well, except for the song Back in Black, obviously, because that's kind of all about yeah. him anyway. Um, well, they probably had the song written. Probably the so music I, so Yeah. So, in fact, let me just give you the numbers for this. So, because this is when it's like fucking stupid. Well, I've got a. F- a fact about this, but you'll probably say it, so it's fine. Go on. So, Argentina went platinum, Australia 12 times platinum, Austria platinum, Canada diamond, France 2 times platinum, Germany 2 times platinum, Italy 2 times platinum, Switzerland 2 times platinum, UK 2 times platinum, United States 22 times platinum. Yep. Uh, go with, give me a fact. Well, it's the best selling album by a band of all time, isn't it? It's, it's insane. Because it's basically thriller. Yeah, and the Eagles' greatest hits, which isn't classed as an album, obviously, and Back in Black, yeah, top three, yeah, ever, and so, it's like, fuck off, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's stupid yeah. amounts of, yeah, um, so yeah. it's like eighty million or something in it, yeah, it's it is complete. I think I'm pretty sure that's the reason I ended up with because like the way I kind of formulate the ideas of what songs to do, I was like, well, what who are, who are some of the most successful bands or singers 
and what who's shit. Who's Lang worked with? Yeah, <laughs> and what and what can I and what's shit out of that? Yeah, and like to be honest, the first thing I thought when about doing uh, ACDC was I want to do Back in Black. But then when I read the lyrics and what it was about, I was kind of like, Yeah, it's ah, not shit. Either. It's not shit. No, it's not shit. And actually, it's, it's not. Kind it's of, not vapid like the one we're doing. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, I was like, Ah, no, nah, it didn't. It didn't feel right doing it, and it would have felt like I was kind of shoehorning it just to do a successful band. Yeah. Um, but considering it's basically about Bon Scott's death as well, yeah. it was like, well, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah, yeah, yeah. shit on that. Yeah. Um, so moving on from there, so... Not saying there aren't shit songs about death, because no, there are. No, But it's not... It, it's not the best example of what we do for ACDC. There are... <laughs> no, yeah. Because they've got massive songs. Exactly. You could choose they've, shitter ones. Yeah. So considering they released that in July 1980, for those about to rock, we salute you was the eighth studio album released November 1981. So right. they're not fucking about. Ain't they? Because they would have had to tour back in black yeah. for fucking ages. And this album, again, Australia five times platinum, Austria gold, Denmark gold, France platinum, Germany platinum, Switzerland platinum, UK gold, United States four times platinum. But like, that would be considered a fucking flop compared to 22 times platinum, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> true. You know what I mean? True. Absolute nonsense. How many did you sell? Only four million. Fucking amateurs. Well, this is it now. You, you're gonna you're gonna start to see that. Well, actually, no. Even then, you don't. I was gonna say you're gonna start to see the decline, but you're really not because the US just eats up this shit. Yeah, like nonsense. So yeah. uh, around this time, uh, completely off subject. After having problems with drugs and alcohol, drummer Phil Rudd's relationship with Malcolm Young deteriorated, and eventually escalated to a physical confrontation. After which Rudd was fired. Rudd was replaced by Simon Wright in the yeah. summer of '83, and the band. Uh, Apparently, they held over 700 auditions in the US and the UK. Thing is, like, and I'm going to geek out a little bit on his drumming, and there's a little story to go with it as well. Phil Rudd is, by all accounts, a horror of a person. Oh, really? Yeah. You know... I don't know anything. You know his recent history, right? I really don't. Well, we'll talk about that. But the drumming, it sounds like the simplest fucking thing on the planet. Mm. Every song, you know, the classic. Yeah, yeah. But nobody in the history of ever has been able to play a simple 4-4 beat like that. Yeah. It's fucking unbelievable. Like, And there's a story of, remember Hole, the band Hole? I do. The big celebrity skin record. Yeah. They're, they're, the producer at the time was a guy called Michael Beinhorn. And basically, the whole drummer was like a bit shit. And he said, go away for a week, listen to ACDC, oh, no shit. the Phil Rudd albums, that's timing. Listen to that all week. Come back and we'll try again. And they ended up firing her for the record and blah, blah, blah. But it's like the... No one has timing like him. It's fucking... The guy's unreal, but it's all just... Boom, boom. It's so fucking good. So good. And it's just... I mean, yeah, he, I think he's in prison or was in prison for... Oh, really? ...paying to have his wife killed. Oh, shit. Like maybe five years ago. Jesus. I think he might be out of prison now, but I'll be honest, he's an been, awful man. I don't think I've got that in my notes. He's an awful, awful man. But nice. I don't know how they would... Re- and they didn't replace him because by all accounts, he, I, I think he came back. Didn't they? <laughs> maybe I do have the notes. I can't remember. Amazing. Fuck so <laughs> later in this year, uh, ACDC released the self-produced album Flick of the Switch, which was less successful than their previous albums. Uh, and was considered underdeveloped and unmemorable. One critic stated that the band had made the same album nine times. 
Well, that's the Having best. said that, yeah. <laughs> this album went three times platinum in Australia and platinum in the United States. Still not bad, is it? Like, I mean, I wouldn't mind that. Um, so th- I was and gonna... they didn't have to pay Mutt Lang's fees, so they probably yeah. made a shitload of this money. This is what I'm saying. I was like, well, this is the decline. Mm. And when you're talking about still going platinum in the United States as a decline, yeah. it's fucking insane. So Fly on the Wall was the 10th studio album, which was released in 1985. Uh, that went platinum in the United States. Yeah. Um, Thing is, they've done... It all looks shit compared to Back in Black. That's the problem, isn't it? When you've done, gone 22 times platinum, I guess yeah. platinum now does what? feel like a yeah. decline. But I think every band career, they have that. You know, you could have... No one's ever managed to do Back in Black again, not even the band who did it. Yeah. So it's not really a failure because no one's bettered it anyway. It's, it, it, yeah, they've, it's they, hard, st- they it? still wrote it anyway, so it's still yeah, there. So, what different, yeah. Yeah. so after that, <laughs> they released Blow Up Your Video, which was the 11th studio album, which was re- released in 1988. Yeah. So Blow Up Your Video sold more copies than the previous two studio releases combined, reaching number two on the UK charts, which was their highest position since Back in Black in 1980. Yeah. Um, I don't have the figures for this one for some reason. I don't know why. But like, it's, not now, fa- it's not as famous. Like All these yeah. three, like, maybe that's because Phil Rudd wasn't there anymore. So this is what I didn't... Like oh, I've always known ACDC had like massive. Yeah, I genuinely had no idea that they had released like eleven albums before I was born. Yeah, because they're still they're still a band that I've grown up knowing about. Yeah, but to have that insane longevity is like oh yeah, ACDC. Like everyone knows if you say ACDC, everyone knows exactly what you mean. Like yeah. you you can hear it straight away. Yeah, fucking crazy. They they. they... To be fair, they know their brand, don't yeah. they? They know exactly what they do. Exactly what I was about to say. They is know they, what they do. They, it's one of the best brands. Yeah. Because it's like you know exactly what it is straight yeah. away. Like yeah. you, just, you, you hear it, you, even the guitar sound, you hear it. Yeah. And you could never have seen ACDC and you know the Angus Young run that he does. You know what they look like. Yeah. And it's one of those there's, there's songs and bands that I believe – you, you're born knowing. You're born knowing yesterday by the Beatles. You know those kind of things. You're born knowing Let It Be. You could hear Let It Be for the first time in your life, and you know it. Yeah. Because it's not the first time you've heard it. Do you know what I mean? But it, it, it's just it goes in via osmosis, I think. And ACDC the same thing. <laughs> they are literally they're a household name to the point where the oldest member of your family would know them. Yeah. And probably the youngest. Yeah. 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 And there's not. Many, I always use like my mom and her mom. My grandma would have known ACDC. Though. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't have known it about her. Yeah. You know, and I, I couldn't say that about Arctic Monkeys. I couldn't say that about uh, Coldplay necessarily. Yeah. But she'd know ACDC. Though. It's crazy. So moving on from that, so The Razor's Edge is the 12th studio album released September 1990. Again, that's a bit of a gap then. Jesus. For them. For them, yeah. <laughs> For them. <laughs> So what? Yeah, two years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now what they're doing? Slacking is what they're doing. This one went five times platinum in the states, uh, five times platinum in Canada, gold in the UK, gold in Italy, platinum in Finland, gold in France. For some reason, for Finland, I've got a really specific number of sales. So like United States, five times platinum, five mil, uh, five times platinum in Canada, five hundred thousand. Uh, Italy, gold, twenty five thousand. Finland, platinum, sixty three thousand nine hundred and twenty six. That's platinum. Well, I don't know if I, that but can't that's how many be sold. platinum. That's yeah. just... I'm assuming it's really 60,000 then, isn't it? I guess. So this album was considered a major comeback for the band, and it featured the hit 
Thunderstruck. There we so go. So it's taken us 12 albums to get to the song. Because normally, I feel like normally the songs that we do, it's like, then they released the song we're doing today, and it kicked off. This is like, they're on the come down. It's usually first or second album where the biggest hit is, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You know, if you were to do Basket Case, you know, it's like, that's kind of the first major album or whatever. You know, it's always kind of the third song on the second album or the or the the title track of the first album it's the big hit yeah. and then the rest is kind of hits but not well and this is fucking huge this is the interesting thing about this 12 so, albums later so with the exception of new material from an album they're currently touring uh, this is one of only two songs released after for those about to rock we salute you that the band still perform live wow the other one's rock and roll train right which I couldn't do yeah. and they're not playing anything off Black Ice anymore then that's like the last <laughs> I guess big well, album unless they've unless they've stopped touring it yeah. um so apparently it started so <laughs> it started off with a little trick that uh, this must be a quote I don't know why I haven't put this in quotes apparently it quote someone's this is someone's quote it started off with a little trick I had on guitar I played it to Mal and he said oh, I've got a good rhythm idea that will sit well in that uh, we built the song up from that so the start of that is what they I guess they were just fucking about and they're like oh that's that it little tappy bit uh, so, it's very, very sorry to jump in it's very di- like Thunderstruck is very it's probably the furthest they drifted from their formula yeah. in terms of guitar parts because it's got like a lead lick, like it's got yeah. that weird little yeah, virtuosic yeah, yeah. bit. Rather than just like straight <laughs> drums and fucking... Yeah, it's yeah. weird. So lyrically, it really just it was really just a case of finding a good title. We came up with this thunder thing based on our favourite childhood toy, Thunderstreak, and it seemed to have a good ring to it. Brilliant. Do you want to see what the Thunderstreak looked like? I do. I'll try and describe it for the folks listening at home. The fuck's that? <laughs> so it looks like... It looks like... Trotter's Independent Traders three-wheeler. Oh, yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. With a, but, with, with but a, as a plane. With a helicopter tail fin and like a weird roof box on top. Is that, is that, yeah. that work for you? Yeah. Weird as fuck that is. I don't know what that's meant to be, but yeah, that's what that is. Uh, How do you get a streak of thunder? You well, you do. don't, do you? <laughs> it's a rumble, if anything. I'll just quickly go through through the rest of the albums because there's still fucking loads to go. Ball Breaker is the 13th studio album. Oh, yeah. September 95, two times platinum in the United States. Uh, went gold in Finland, Finland uh, 38,732. <laughs> and two times platinum in, in Latvia. Uh, Stiff Upper Lip, 14th. Was 14th album, which was released in February 2000. Gold in Argentina, platinum in Australia, gold in Austria, platinum in Canada, gold in Finland, two times gold in France, three times gold in Germany, platinum in Switzerland, gold in the UK, platinum again in the States. Wow. Black Ice. Black Ice, that's the, is 2005, maybe? 15th studio album released October 2008. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, that this, was like a huge comeback because I ended up. So this is just... fucking insane. Yeah. Argentina two times platinum. In fact, oh no, I don't know what the easiest way to read this is. Argentina two times platinum. Australia five times platinum. Austria three times platinum. Belgium two times platinum. Gold in Brazil, five times platinum in Canada. Platinum in Denmark, two times platinum in Finland, three times platinum in France, five times platinum in Germany. Gold in Greece, two times platinum in Hungary, two times platinum in Ireland. Gold in Italy, two times platinum in New Zealand. Platinum in Poland, gold in Portugal, platinum in Spain, two times platinum in Sweden, four times platinum in Switzerland, two times platinum in the USA, and platinum in the UK. I feel like it might have been Mutt Lang again. Jesus. 
uh, I don't have any information because at this point I was like, I've gotten to Thunderstruck. I'm just going to blitz through the rest of the album. Because I remember that loads. was seen as a a comeback album, even though they hadn't really yeah, got I, anywhere. Yeah, I remember that. But, as it, well. but I, and I think it came out. Well, it was around Iron Man two, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would have been around that sort of time, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Rock or Bust is the 16th album released so, November 2014. So shit. Rock or Bust. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's taken them 16 <laughs> album titles to get to that. Like, have you not fucking, how have you, you play not rock that music? Already? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that went, uh, Australia was platinum, Austria two times platinum, Belgium gold, Canada platinum, Denmark gold, three times platinum in France, diamond in Germany, platinum in Italy, gold in New Zealand, platinum in Poland, platinum in Spain, gold in Sweden, four times platinum in Switzerland, gold in the UK and gold in the United States. Not bad though, is it? Jesus Christ. So uh, what else have we got here? We've got some accolades that I've got. Uh, so they were inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2003. Um, it took a while, didn't it? It always does, doesn't it? Yeah, that's ages. Oh, I think you have to have been a band for 25 years. Oh, is you? that what it is? Yeah. But even then, that would have been, they'd have been like over that by a fair Yeah, time. but I think I think you have to be anyway. They've got like a backlog of yeah. bands, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, on 22nd of March, 2000, the municipality of... Leganes, near Madrid, named a street in honour of the band called ACDC Street. Why? What <laughs> the fuck you knows? Uh, what else have we got? <laughs> Not uh, like Melbourne or Sydney or anything. It was some random place in Spain. First uh, of October 2004, Central Melbourne uh, Thoroughfare Corporation Lane was renamed ACDC Lane. Oh, there you go. Uh, what else have we got? They sold over 1.3 million CDs in the US during 2007, despite not having released a new album since uh, 2000 at that point. Fucking hell. Um, I love how they just had basically eight years off. Like, yeah. From 75 to kind of 2000, they were releasing fucking albums like all the time and then just didn't do anything for eight years. Uh, so, or seven years, whatever. This is where it gets like fucking stupid numbers, right? So, in uh, the time of writing, in the 41 years of their career, ACDC had sold over 200 million albums worldwide um, and roughly 71 million in the US. Jesus Back in Black Christ. sold alone 22 million copies. In the US? In the US, 50 million worldwide. And went on to become the second highest out, uh, selling album in history. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's the highest of a buyer band. It's like... Uh, and then Thriller is the highest. You know what's stupid, right? So we're talking about these numbers. So... What do we say? So, do, 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 71 million albums in the US alone. Mm. Do, you, do you want to take a entire... guess of what the 2018 population of the UK was? 66 million. Yes. So It's more than that. that every is person in... would have to own it. Same. So we're talking every, about... Every person, every man, woman, child, and pensioner would two, have to own that album. 200 million, right? So talking about population, because I, I I I had a little look at the guy to find it's out. Two thirds of the states, something like that. So it's not, not yeah yeah the US. This so is the US population of 2018 at the time of yeah getting this. It was the third. It had the third highest population of 326 million. Yeah, third highest. Yeah, really? above that is India because you got India and China a lot. Yeah, so China each. is the top. Then it's India. Then it's the US. If you're That's saying a massive two, jump as well. If you're saying 200 million, so the population of uh, Pakistan yeah. is just under 201 million, and they're the sixth highest. Yeah. So you're, it's about, I mean, it's what, 
5% of the entire world's population. It's fucking crazy. If you think the world's, what, s- 6, 7 billion, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe it's maybe pushing 9 billion now. In fact, if it's 9 billion, yeah, it's like 5% or something. Yeah. Quick maths. Crazy. Cause, cause Insane. It's more than that. Because 10% would be 100 million. Yeah. So it's 20% of the world's population. <laughs> Just under, give or take. Insane. So That's fucking ridiculous. It's crazy. It's crazy numbers. That's yeah. what shocked me the most when I was going through this. I was like, wow, I knew they were big, but that is that is insane. And then if you could find their fucking tour gross numbers, that's a whole other ball game. So I've got, yeah, that's, yeah. The money must, I can't even imagine. I've seen them twice, once accidentally. Just stumble into an ACDC game. And it's like, there's only this amount of people here because it's all the room that was left. Like, like if 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 there was more room in this yeah, stadium, I know it would still yeah, be it full. It would still be full, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. So I've got other notes. So, okay, I have got information on Malcolm Young. Uh, so April 2014, Malcolm Young became seriously ill, was unable to continue performing. On the 16th of April 2014, they released a note stating that Young would be taking a break from the band due to ill health. Mm. However, singer Brian Johnson stated, despite early reports, that they're not retiring. Um, quote, we are definitely getting together in May in Vancouver. We're going to pick up the guitars, have a plonk, and see if anybody's got any tunes or ideas. Love that. And if, if Sold happens, 200 million records. We're going to have a plonk. Just have a plonk. On 26th of September 2014, the Sydney Morning Herald reported that Young had been diagnosed with dementia. Yeah. and had been admitted to a nursing home where he could receive full-time care. Yeah, A source close to Young was quoted in the article saying that he had complete loss of short-term memory. Uh, his family confirmed four days later that he had dementia, saying that he's suffering from dementia, and the family thanks for his respect and privacy. Uh, in subsequent in- interviews, Anger stated that his brother had been experiencing lapses in memory and concentration before the Black Ice album. Yeah, a long time. Um, and re- receiving treatment during the Black Ice World Tour, which ended in 2010. So four five years he'd been dealing yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Angus confirmed that although his brother did not play on the 2014 Rock or Bust album, quote, he still likes his music. We make sure he has his Chuck Berry, a little buddy Holly. He added that ACDC would continue according to his brother's wishes and standards. Uh, quote, quoting again, look, even with his health, Ma- uh, Malcolm was touring until he couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. In the same interview, Angus stated that Malcolm was rehearsing ACDC songs repeatedly before every concert just remember how they went, which is crazy when like they're, how lot he'd been doing it since the fucking 70s. It's a fucking horrible disease, man. Yeah. And, and regardless of any stories about how they're arseholes, you wouldn't wish it on anyone. It's no. horrible. And the, you know, and the fact, it's a really sad thing to, you know, I think when, you, when you've when you got a life's work, you want to end it on your terms. Yeah. And he, he didn't get to no. do that, no. you know, and that's the shit part. So he died from the disease on the 18th of November 2017 at the age of 64. Yeah. At Lulworth House in Elizabeth Bay. That's his, early for that. Yeah. Like, his funeral was held at St. Mary's Cathedral, Sydney, 28th of November. But also, um, 64 had a 41 year career <laughs> in a crazy, in the biggest band in the world. When you're at a point where you can, your funeral is at a cathedral. I know, yeah. Like, it's all right, isn't it? You've done, you've yeah. done well. Um, so, his, their elder brother, George Young, also died a few weeks before on the 22nd of October, 2017. Yeah. Going on from that, as you mentioned, Phil Rudd. So Phil Rudd's replacement. <laughs> I was going to say slightly lighter, but it won't be. Uh, okay. On the 6th of November 2014, Rudd was charged with attempting to uh, procure... Wait, that doesn't make sense. Attempting to procure a murder 
Yeah, oh, that does make sense. Paying yeah. for a murder, yeah. Threatening to kill, possession of methamphetamine, and possession of cannabis following a police raid on his home. The charge of attempting to procure, procure a murder, murder was withdrawn the following day, but other charges remained. Mm. ACDC released a statement clarifying that the tour promoting Rock or Bust would continue, but did not mention whether or not Rudd would participate, or yeah, if he was a member of the band. Yeah, I remember it all happening. It was crazy. April 2015, he pleaded guilty to drugs charges and threatening to kill a former assistant. Shortly thereafter, uh, the band's website removed Rudd as the band's drummer and replaced him with Chris Slade. On yes. the 9th of uh, July 2015, he was denied a discharge without conviction and sentenced to eight months home detention. Which, don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Because that's like, it's one of those weird things where any normal person doing that sort of thing go to wouldn't just get eight months at home. No. I've spent eight months at home this year. Yeah. And it's not great, but no. it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but then there's the, I get, you know, the, the safety of, but I mean, if it, I think I could walk. Phil Rudd could walk past you, wouldn't you? You wouldn't know. Who I was. have no idea. I literally you have know. no idea. It's like there's a whole. There's a whole. I've written these notes and I've forgotten. There's more a whole skit about being the Coldplay drummer is the best job in the world because even if everyone hates Coldplay, they don't know who he is. You get the twenty five percent of the money, yeah. and you can do what you want because no one knows who you That's are. That's True. I did recognise him in Game of Thrones though. I didn't. I, I didn't because I didn't watch it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I think you're right that there's a maybe a level of privilege there. And how did they drop the charges of trying to procure a murder? Yeah, how do you do that? How do you How do you suddenly go, Well I didn't? So well All right. You I mean you did. You because, definitely have because, because we charge you with it. So it's not like somebody may yeah, have committed how, a murder. Yeah, you've charges, asked someone yeah. to kill someone for you. Charges don't work that way. They I'm don't, sure I they read don't the just story go you were charged was... with this because we've got a vague idea that you might have done. It's like, no, we have proof. Yeah, it sounds like a plea deal or something. It's weird, isn't it? So, moving on from that, on the 7th of March 2016, 2016, the band announced that the final 10 dates of the Rock or Bust World Tour would be rescheduled as Brian Johnson's doctors had ordered him to stop touring immediately Yeah, as his hearing loss had accelerated and he risked complete deafness if he carried on. Well, if you're going to be in that band for that long, and I'm, I'm sure he wasn't wearing earplugs. Yeah, Johnson himself later stated on the Howard Stern show that his hearing loss didn't come from having performed for 36 years with ACDC, but rather his love of uh, racing cars yeah. and having forgotten to put in earplugs during one race that left him with a ruptured eardrum in his left ear. Wow. Which is fucking insane. Yeah. If your job is to <laughs> sing in a band in which you yourself. definitely require your ears, yeah. maybe think about that. Yeah. And you've been doing it for fucking 36 years at I this know, point. Yeah. Like, it's, Jesus. It's fucking ridiculous, isn't it? Uh, so, on the 19th of April 2016, Johnson made an official statement regarding his health problems and his inability to tour. In the statement, he acknowledged his ongoing hearing difficulties, but stated his intentions to continue recording and potentially resume touring if his health improves sufficiently. He also specifically thanked Angus Young and Cliff Williams for their support. So... It don't come back, though. No, you don't get your hearing yeah, back. That's it. You might yeah, be able fucked. to get a hearing out of something, but you it doesn't. It. it it's not. It doesn't grow back. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. So, this is kind of funny. So, seventh of March, they announced that you know they're going to have to reschedule it. The sixteenth of April, ACDC released a statement announcing the addition of Guns N' Roses frontman Axl Rose as their lead yeah. vocalist for the remainder of that tour. Which I can remember hearing the news of that and but, being yeah, like, "That's yeah. weird." Yeah, it doesn't make sense. But have you actually have you seen it? It went really well, didn't it? Really fucking yeah. well. If yeah. you watch like the, and, the videos, I can't that's think why... of anyone else. No, that would 
get away with that it. That thing, because yeah. if you look, that's what that's what Axel Rose did. That whole yeah. same high, shouty kind of thing. And you can't do that thing like, like with like Queen. Like who's Queen singer at the moment? Adam Lambert. Like, but it's not it's not it's but, Adam Lambert and Queen. Isn't yeah, it? they but don't my say point it's, is like. I don't. Um, Adam Lambert isn't anyone to me. No. So you don't go. Oh, I wonder how that goes. When you say Axl Rose is singing for ACDC, two very like yeah distinct yeah. things. It's, like, yeah, because Adam Lambert is a person, and he's joining. He's singing for a, a big band. Yeah. But but yeah, Guns and Roses. Axl Rose, who is a huge star. Yeah. Selling out stadiums himself. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, like his you, own band. You already. You're, it's you're, like going. Oh, should we get? Should we get that kid in? Should we get our chauffeur to play? Yeah. <laughs> and it, I think it shows how fucking big ACDC are when you've got like, oh, yeah, I'll join you. I'm already massive. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I'll, but I'll just do it for that anyway. Mental, properly mental. Yeah. Uh, what's the last thing I've got here? So, okay. Didn't he then... Uh, I think they did more after that. But then he broke his leg or something. Didn't he? And he had to do most of the tour sitting down. So they had all these fucking health things. Do you remember that? Well, they're all getting on. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Even Axel's probably pushing 60. So, uh, after all this, so in the same year, fucking hell, on the 8th of July 2016, Cliff Williams indicated that he was retiring from the band in an interview with Gulf Shore Life, saying, oh. quote, it's been what I've known for the past 40 years, but after this tour, I'm backing off touring and recording. Losing Malcolm, the thing with Phil, and now with Brian, it's a changed animal. I feel in my gut yeah. it's the right thing. Yeah. Which I kind of get that. If you like... It's really only Angus now, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, so following the band's final show with Williams on uh, 21st September 2016 in Philadelphia it was reported that Axl Rose would be joining the band full time and that he and Angus would continue ACDC with different musicians mad isn't it but it's I I kind of love and really like respect the fact that they could have quit they literally could have quit 20 years ago yeah but they're all like well they're all Angus is still like nah yeah I'm still into this yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. Fucking amazing. They don't need to do it now. No. So I think it's almost changed in years. terms of... Because some bands, I think you go, oh, you're just fucking a dead horse and you're just doing it for the money and it's yeah, really like another reunion. sad. But I think it just seems like he just enjoys it still. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh... Everyone's dropping around. I've nothing else like, to nah. do. I'll yeah. keep this going. You know, it's almost in memory of everyone who's fucking off. Yeah. It's good. And so, they're still fucking... Great as well, like live. Yeah. They're still smashing it, and people are still going. I mean, they it's can not like them bands that are. Oh well, we used to do stadiums. Now we're gonna do. You know, we're doing the slag and flick knife or whatever. When you've got Axl Rose stepping up to say, "Yeah, I'll sing for you." Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can find the rest of a band of pretty fucking easy. Of course you can. Um, and that's it. That's as much as I've got on them. That like, I feel like that's a lot of information. It's a lot of history, isn't there? It's yeah. a fucking lot. Um, what was this story that you had? Quick note, um, I told this story, but our legal team decided it couldn't stay, so I had to take it out. Soz. This is Thunderstruck by ACDC Akadaka. (laughs) Akadaka, mate. It's racist. Thunder. Ah, thunder. Ah, thunder. Ah, thunder. Ah, thunder. 
Ah. Thunder. Ah. Thunder. Ah. <laughs> Thunder. Ah. Oh, God. Thunder. Ah. Thunder. Ah. <laughs> uh, that's that's the intro. That's the intro. That's just that's just that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I forget. Sometimes I forget what the I, I completely forget what the lyrics are, even though like I've like noted them down. Yeah. This is the one where like today I was like, oh, we're gonna do this today, and I was like, I know there's a lot of backstory, so it's gonna be a bit of it's it's gonna be hard work. Then I had a quick look at the lyrics and I thought, oh no, it's gonna be worth it <laughs> <laughs> just for that. So, moving on. There's definitely a pattern. Yeah. I was caught in the middle of a railroad track. Thunder. <laughs> I looked round and I knew there was no turning back. Thunder. Well, how you look round, you could just go back that way. Maybe there's a... Well, let's, let's move on. How was he caught as well? It's like... How you get caught in the middle of a railroad track? Is it like one of them old movies where he's tied, he's like hog tied? I feel like he's gone fucking... out of his way to get onto the railroad track. Yeah, one, you shouldn't be trespassing on the fucking railway. No, that's, that's obvious. True. That is true. Two, how have you got stuck? You got your foot stuck under on the sleepers or something. He knew there was no turning back. Maybe he was like halfway across a bridge. I don't, uh, I don't know. My mind raced and I thought, what could I do? Thunder. <laughs> and I knew there was no help. No help from you. Thunder. From you, Thunder. Is he talking to Thunder? Well, every time I say Thunder, Thunder's in the background. Thunder! It's just, yeah, yeah uh, parenthesis Thunder. The crowd. Uh, well, that's a load of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking to? Kick off. We've already spoken about the railway bit. Uh, it's all, uh, God, it's nonsense. He's stuck on a railroad track, for, even though this, this, uh, the lyrics are inspired by a helicopter toy. Unbelievable. That's fine. This 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 shows what well we just we had it we thought it was a good title is not a way to write a song that's how it, that's just truth of what the do matter. you mean they went we had a thunderstruck it sounded like a good title so that's what we so had. that's what we wrote it around oh I see what that's you're saying. not that's not you know yeah, you don't, don't do write that. a song yeah, don't based do on a good title do it the other way around yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 call the song anything doesn't matter but you know write the song and then title it accordingly sound of the drums. Beating in my heart, the thunder of guns tore me apart. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how do we want to? So, so he's walking. So he's walking on a, a railroad track, and he's been shot. Yeah, by guns that tore him apart. Yeah, Can, cannons or just because cannons seem to be the only thunderous gun, really. That's true. Because yeah, they're not as loud as the films make out. They're not as loud as thunder. That's true. Nothing is. You ready for the chorus? You've been thunderstruck. Yeah. Uh, Thunder is a sound. Yeah. It can't really hit you. Like, uh, not because, I mean, it's like a sonic boom. Yeah, but it's. But it ain't that loud. You, you can get hit by lightning. And I think, I think, oftentimes, people conflate. Do you know what that means? Yeah. Conflate lightning and right. thunder. 
I'm used to talking to Heather. I'm used to talking to Heather after we explain <laughs> words. Um, they conflate lightning oh, and thunder. One of our only, one of our two listeners, like thunderbolt. That's not. It's a lightning bolt, thunderbolt and lightning. The thunderbolt bit. It's not a bolt. Oh, it's not a bolt of thunder. No, I see what you're saying. Thunder is. So I, I think people often confuse the two, or swap them. They're like synonymous for each other, but that's not. Yeah, that's not correct. Like the flash of thunder and the sound of lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nonsense. Went down the highway. Different, different story now. Went down the highway. Which highway? Is that the highway? He's stuck on a railroad. No, no, the highway. No, right. You'll find out in a minute. You just wait. No, he's stuck on a railroad. No, no. we haven't heard. Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. Went down the highway. Broke the limit. We hit the town. Went through to Texas. What? Yeah, Texas. And we had some fun. I don't recognise any of this. We met some girls, some dancers who gave a good time, broke all the rules, played all the fools. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they blew our minds. Sounds like a, the diary of a person with learning difficulties. <laughs> we met some girls. They were dance. They were good at dancing. Texas. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he was on a railway. And he got shot to pieces, apparently, because he couldn't turn back. He was stuck, and you didn't help stuck him. under the sleeper, yeah. Uh, and then he went down the highway. He broke the limit going down the highway. Th- went through Texas. Uh, don't, he didn't mention if they stopped at Texas. I'm not sure how we got back to his car from the railroad. Maybe. Ah. Well, oh, Go on. Was he stuck on the railroad? In a car. In his car. Ah, level, oh, that's why he couldn't turn back. It was back. a level crossing. That's the, why the he barrier had come back. down. He got out of the nick of time. We missed that part of the story. Yeah, maybe. And then yeah, he just because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was scared, he, he boshed it down the yeah, highway. He didn't mention the uh, he didn't mention the uh, the exciting part. No. Ah, uh, oh, there we go. Look. Oh, there we go. There was no help help from you. Maybe he had a passenger who was. And asleep. you were just like, what are you gonna do? They were asleep. You're like, well, I can't turn back because my back end's caught in the. There's no reverse in this car. Yeah. And then barriers down, so I don't want to break the barrier. Yeah, I don't want to. Like yeah, 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 yeah. And then eventually uh, the barrier came up just in time, and he got out, and then. Burned it down the highway. Doesn't to explain Texas. The, that doesn't explain the thunder of guns, though. No. That's okay. True. So yeah, went down to Texas. Yeah, Texas had some fun. Met some girls, some dancers who gave a good time. See that sentence? They were dancers who gave a good time. Yeah, but okay. they broke all the rules and played all the fools. <laughs> Although, did they play the fool, or were there fools there that the dancers were playing? I feel like there were like, fools there that the dancers were playing. Yeah, and I think the fools, the fools were ACDC. <laughs> Like <laughs> I think it sounds like they're like Sound they broke like all it. the rules and played the fools. Yeah, those fools are idiots without realizing that they themselves yeah. were the fools. Yeah. Um okay. I was shaking at the knees. Could I come again, please? Oh fuck off. Yeah. The ladies were too kind. Brilliant. Could I come again? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. You've been thunderstruck. Brilliant. Thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunderstruck. Do you think it's meant to be a sex thing? Then? Oh, thunderstruck. Yeah. Um, because <sighs> it usually is with ACDC. Yeah, it's either about rock or sex or both together. Like I'm gonna rock. So he went, to, but I don't understand the railroad track. That doesn't make sense. No, it's just some bullshit. Like where? Were <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, some dancers who gave a good time. Also, they're from Scotland. They don't call them railroads. Yeah, but do they? Well, yeah. I'll get on the railroad track. No, fuck you. 
I was shaking at the knees. Could I come again, please? <laughs> Yow. <laughs> and then there's a solo. Yow! <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, you can hear it. <laughs> I know, you yeah. Can yeah. It, you can hear it. Literally, it, just say, just imagine. Yow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, thunderstruck. Yeah. Thunderstruck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We're doing fine. Good. Yeah. It's all right. We're doing fine. So he's completely forgotten the bit at the start. So fine. He's completely the bit, forgotten the bit where he then. was like blown up by guns or whatever. Oh, yeah. My heart was beating and all Gun- stuff around. Guns like. tore him apart. But he's doing all right now. Doing better. Thunderstruck. Yeah. 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 Fucking hell. Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck. Fucking hell. Thunderstruck. What's the song called? Whoa. Baby, baby. <laughs> thunderstruck. Baby, baby. You've been thunderstruck. 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 You've been thunderstruck. Was... You know when you read a word so many times that it's, it stops making any yeah. sense? And I've heard 150,000 people screaming that at the top of their lungs. Yeah. And that's it. Absolute nonsense. That's it. So there's not even a... It's like a verse. There's two verses, mate. What are you talking about? He gets stuck on the railroad, then he's on the... He goes down the highway. And with the dancing girls. Yeah. There's two verses. The chorus that's just nonsense. And then just <laughs> a load of repeated thunderstrucks. And that's home... And and that's uh, multi. That's two hundred million sales. So bad, so bad. And that's it. That's that's it. I feel like in terms of ratio of story to lyrics, this is well. There's not any fucking lyrics. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There is a lyric to this, <laughs> and it's like, the title of the song. It took them. They, at that point, they were a band for thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Thirty-five years, twenty-five years. Let's call it thirty years. And some people say they may have lost it. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> And 12 albums, you'd think they'd really <laughs> hone their craft. They had. Yet. What they'd done is they'd done it the other way. So when you're saying that they honed their craft, so you, the way that you're saying that is as if like bands that have got 30 years of experience can like, when they get to that milestone, it's like they can do something really magical and really big and really expressive and really, you know, intricate with the lyrics. Whereas actually what ACDC did, they did... You know, like when you're making a sauce, yeah, and you put all the ingredients together and you let it reduce, reduce down. So that's what they've yeah. done. So it's all of the exactly what they figured out what their target audience. We need is. to do these three things, and you said this beat. This it needs sound, to, yeah, it? it needs to yeah. sound like this. I need to kind of talk about sex, yeah, vaguely, yeah, and uh, people, and that's kind of it. People like fast travel, yeah, but so yeah. We'll talk about a road. I'll talk about roads. I'll talk about. Texas. People know what Texas Just is. Just random. I know. Yeah, uh, randomly Texas. As well. <laughs> I don't know why Texas. Like, why? I do, they're not uh, burning down the highway. They're Scottish like, and moved to, to Australia. Went to Texas. Last you're gonna hear about that though. No, no, don't worry. It has about no that. relevance to, to the rest of the story whatsoever. Sto- story. <laughs> <laughs> you know that I, the, the in the weakest possible terms. Story, um, yeah, they've pared it down so much that it, like you say, it is just a broth. Yeah, uh, you know it's 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 reduced. It's a it's a, a it's gravy, <laughs> simple shit gravy that you pour over something to make it edible. 
And uh, it is. It's like that's it. What's the simplest thing we can do? I think maybe because there's slightly more intricate guitar part in this. Again, oh, we can't confuse listeners with. Yeah, hey, we can't do too much. Well. We can't go too deep Fuck into the lyrics me. because they, we're giving them enough to think about with this. Uh... I didn't recognise any. I know that song. I didn't recognise a single other than the thunderstruck <laughs> bit. I didn't recognise a single fucking lyric in yeah. there, and I must have heard it hundred times. And again, this is this is what I was saying. This is a band that you can say ACDC to people, and they or they hear the band. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Terrible. And, that, and that's that. Fucking shit. So there's your there's your success story right there. There we go. And that, well, that's it. That's the end of that. So there's something that we didn't mention at the start of this is that this is the penultimate episode. It is to this, which is. is kind of exciting considering it's it's only <laughs> taken oh what we, August. It's uh tw- ooh, about fifteen about months. sixteen months. Uh, <laughs> I mean, by the time it comes out, that, but by the time two. it comes out, it'll be longer. It'll be two years. So yeah, yeah. Well, if you listen to this still, thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That is it. Social stuff. If you want to, we're on Twitter. Wax Lyrical Pod. Is that At what it Wax is? Wax Lyrical Pod. Something like that. At uh, Elliot M. Vaughan C4. Yeah, right. Yeah. That is cool. Not, yeah. Take the C4 uh, off. At Ollie Edkins. I don't use anything. I've literally removed it all from my phone. So yeah. you're welcome to do whatever. Yeah. I won't see it. But that's fine. I will, and I'll pass it on. Yeah, good. All right. Uh, and that's it. Do you want to know what we're doing next week? I am dying to know what we're doing next So week. for the final episode of season two, we did decide it was season, didn't we? Season. Series. Season. Season two. the whole thing is a series. Of se- yeah. Yeah, a go. series is split into seasons. Season... We had that discussion two years ago. Well, I know, yeah. That's why I can't fucking remember. <laughs> so like, to anyone listening, they'll be like, they spoke about this last week. Yeah, no, I know. It's, yeah. it. it's been literally years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the very, very last episode of this series... Season. Season, for fuck's sake. YMCA oh, by the Village People. Young Men's Christian Association. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. So we'll see you then. Thank you for listening. And I think we can all agree that we are, all have been thunderstruck. Yow! Ta-da! Yeah.